Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkulu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihi allahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh amma ba'd qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi kitabihi al-kareem بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم In today's talk, <coughs> inshallah, I will talk about uh, one of the surahs that we recite the most probably, which is Surah Al-Fatiha. One of the reasons that uh, this surah I am discussing today, last night when uh, we were having the talk about Hayatul Sahaba here, about Amr al-Khattab, radiallahu an, one of the brothers he raised, he actually made a comment rather than a question. And he said that uh, in the past when we were very few and resources-wise, we had very few resources as well. But as an ummah, we were, we were leading the world. And today, by numbers, we are in many. By resources, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with many, many resources. But when you look at our status, we are no more, nowhere close to the way the ummah was in the past. The question automatically comes to the mind, why is it like that? And for that, I would like to talk about Surah Al-Fatiha today, inshaAllah. And we recite that surah many, many times as according to one of the uh, one of the saying that we at least recite Surah Al-Fatiha about 17 times a day because of 17 rak'ahs that we pray, the, the, the obligatory prayers. And of course, many other times while we are praying the nafila prayers as well. So at least we pray 17 times a day. And Allah Azza wa Jal actually mentions that surah as Allah says that وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَكَ سَبْعًا مِنَ الْمَثَانِ وَالْقُرَانِ الْعَظِيمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed we have bestowed upon you seven al-mathani, seven repeated verses. Because this, these seven verses are repeated many, many times by us all the time. And the same way the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam referred to that 
surah as sab al mathani when he said umm al quran hiya sab al mathani wal quran al azim rasulullah sallallahu said the umm al quran is the seven oft repeated verses which is the translation of sab al mathani and uh, this is why the surah is also named as sab al mathani as well like surah al fatiha Fatiha is another name of the surah. And there are many other names as well, like Umm Al-Kitab, Fatiha Al-Quran, Al-Wafiya, Al-Kanz, Surah Al-Dua, Surah Al-Su'al, Manajah, Umm Al-Quran, Surah Al-Salah, and on and on and on. The point I'm bringing this up about, this is an off-repeating surah, that this surah, since we are repeating so many times, that should be in front of us all the time. And this is how our mind works. Something that we do more often, it is much easier for us to retrieve the information. Like the computer, if you, think of, if you talk about that. The way the computer system works, something that you don't use much, you put them into probably on your USB stick or your CD drive. Well, I don't know if people use it anymore. Any, uh, and on and like that. Or, if it is used more than, it's not used more often as, as, as much, but it's more than usual, then you put them on the hard drive. And the things that you use more and more and more, that stays in the memory or the cache. And probably the new generation don't care about these things, they think about the cloud only. Also within the cloud you have hot data, warm data, cold data, data in glaciers, Probably that they can relate to this more. But if you think about us, don't we work the same way? That the things that we repeat more and more, more and more, it's easier for us to, if you use more and more, it's easier for us to retrieve. So if the surah has been recited so many times a day by us, which is Surah Al-Fatiha, then that should, it must have an impact on us. And if it's not having an impact, then we really have to think about it. Why is not having an impact on us? Why is this not becoming a guideline for us? So before I go into that, I want to talk about a little bit about the surah first. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in one of the hadith mentioned by Bukhari, and the very same hadith is actually reported by other uh, books as well, by for example, uh, Imam Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, and Nasai, Ibn Majah, many of those other muhaddithin, there mentioned the hadith. Rasulullah Sallam said, Man salla salat, salatan lam yaqra fiha bi umm al-Quran, fahiya khidaj. Salatan ghayru tamam. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Whosoever prays and does not recite Surah Al-Fatiha, his salah is incomplete, is defective. And he repeated this three times. So somebody said to Abu Huraira, faqila li Abu Huraira, inna nakunu wara'a al-imam, faqala iqra biha fi nafsik. So somebody said to Abu, Abu Huraira radiallahu an, what if we are praying behind the imam? Then Abu Huraira said, then you recite within your heart. And I'm not here to discuss the fiqh issue here around this subject. Main point is to concentrate on the surah here. So the hadith goes on, because Abu Huraira said, فَإِنِّي سَمَعْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمُ يَقُولُ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى قَسَّمْتُ صَلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِ نِسْفَيْنِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the hadith, Rasulullah says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, which means the hadith is the hadith Qudsi, that part, 
Because Rasulullah is reporting what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. And he said, the Rasulullah said that Allah has said, I have divided salah between myself and my abd, my servant, into two halves. And my servant shall have what he has asked for. And he said, when the servant says, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, قال الله تعالى حمدني عبدي that my servant has praised, praised me and this is why the fuqaha actually talks about that the surah can be said, looked at as from the half of the surah is talking about praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and other half is making the dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he says وَقَالَ الرَّحْمَنُ الرَّحِيمُ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى أَثْنَ عَلَيَّ عَبْدِي that when so first the slave has thanked Allah. Hamidani Abdi, he thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when he says, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that my servant has exalted me. And then, so this is the part where the servant makes, the, the, he thanks Allah, he praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then it says, وَيْقَالَ مَالِكِ يَوْمِ الدِّينِ قَالَ مَجَدَّنِي عَبْدِي وَقَالَ مَرَدًا فَفَوَّدَ إِلَيَّ Abdi. And when he says, Maliki Yawmiddin, my, my servant has glorified me. And another place he says, my servant has submitted to my power. So we have to pay attention to these things, what we, are, what we say on a daily basis, so many times. That we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Maliki Yawmiddin, and according to one of the hadith, Maliki Yawmiddin, he is the owner of the day of judgment. He is the king of the day of judgment. There will be nobody who have any authority except Allah Azza wa Jal. Of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one who has authority over us. But today, because Allah has given us the choice to make choices, it's within His authority we have some choice. Then the hadith goes on, and this is the part, these are the parts I really want us to pay attention to. And inshallah, when we are reciting the surah, always remember this. The hadith is, وَإِذَا قَالَ إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُوا وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ and when he says, meaning, he is the only one, you are the only one we worship. And you are the only one we seek help from. This is what we say on a daily basis. We only worship Allah Azza wa We only seek help from Allah Azza wa Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says here, this is between me and my servant, and my servant shall have what he asked for. Look, we as the servants of Allah Azza wa Jal, we will get what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised. But we have to do what is on our part here. When we are saying we worship Allah alone, then we better be worshiping Allah alone. We will not be making the, the partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and when we say we only seek help from Allah, then we better be seeking help only from Allah Azza wa Jal and nobody else. What does that mean now? Look, in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the kuffar of the Makkah, when they saw that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is not going to give up his call, they started trying to make different kinds of compromises with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They did not have issue with 
worshiping multiple gods. They had no issue with, okay, we have 360, they have, they have 360 gods in the Kaaba. Okay, bring one more. What difference does it make to them? That was not the concern. As a matter of fact, they believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. As the Rabb, as, as the Ilah. They, they did believe that He is the one who created heavens and the earth. But they made partners. And we can see that in one of the incidents, when the leaders of the kuffar, they came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to make compromise with him, to, t- to tame him down, to calm him down. Don't talk about Islam the way you're talking about. Don't call for Allah Azza wa Jal. Don't call for worshipping Allah alone. So, Allah, so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa why don't I give you something in, in return? He said, I'll give you one kalama, one word. You follow that, and Allah will give you authority over the Arabs, and the Ajam will be giving you jizya. What it means by that, as the Arabs were referred as Muslims here, and the one who will not receive, accept the deen, they were referred as the Ajam, as non-Arabs. So it is mentioned that, that this is going to be your state. Abu Jahl, one of the staunch enemies of Rasulullah wasallam, his response was, that we will do ten times what you are saying. We were talking about one word, We'll repeat ten words what you say. But what is it? <coughs> and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, You bear witness that la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. That you bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Azza wa Jal. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah. And then Abu Jahl, right away, he said, Are you ridiculing with us? This is incredible. How can we leave all these gods and worship only one? How can this be done? Isn't that the case with us today? We say, But it goes back to, sometimes IMF becomes the god, sometimes World Bank becomes the god, sometimes America becomes the god. Why am I saying that? Because if these are the rules we bound by to live our life, we are making partners with Allah Azza wa Jal here. That's what it means by that. It's not only bowing down in front of a statue is considered as making partners. Making partners can be in many ways. Any of the asma or sifat of Allah Azza wa Jal, we make partners, people with them, we are doing the shirk. So Allah is the one to whom the hukum belongs to. And Abu, uh, and Abu Jahl understood it well. This is why he rejected this call of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he considered that, how can you say that? You're going to condemn all these gods? Put all these gods on the side? And worship only one Allah? And this is the dilemma we are in today. We say, When it comes to the ibadah, we really have to go back and check. Are we really worshipping Allah alone? Are we really seeking only help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone? And what it means by that is, when we worship on any other act we do, it has to be according to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to us. If we're not doing that, we are not following the ayah, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُوا وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ and then the, ayah, the hadith continues on about Surah Al-Fatiha. And it says, فَإِذَا قَالَ اِهْدِنَا الصُّرَوَاتَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ 
سرات الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قال هذا لعبدي ولعبدي ما ساله so when we make the dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala oh Allah give us guide us to the siratul mustaqim guide us to the path the straight path Allah has given to us and we are not stopping here in this dua Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not stopping here he wants us to repeat that after that that an'amta alayhim or the path of those people on whom on whom you have you blessed them you gave your na'mah and then Allah says and also reject the other path which is غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين and not the path of those on whom your anger was descended upon and not the ones who went astray who are these people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to them as مغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين there are hadith that explains this these people are the Jews and the Christians on whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, make dua like this. Allah is teaching us. And we as Muslims on a daily basis, subhanallah, we're repeating these ayat, not realizing what we are saying. Isn't that the case? That many places we hear this kind of a call, if you want to progress, if you want to be successful, why don't you go and follow the ways of the Jews, how they are lobbying in the White House? or Senate, or Congress, whatsoever those places are. And then you will be successful? Is that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us? Is that what we're repeating on a daily basis? We are making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not put us on that path, and then our actions are against it. We say we want to, we only worship Allah, our actions are different than that. We say we ask, seek help only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya kana abudu wa ya kana We are doing opposite to that. Then how can we look for a better kind of solution, better kind of uh, uh, actions that, that will happen to the ummah? How are we going to be the way the ummah was in the past? Yes, we see that. They were few in number, they had few in resources, but they were conquering the world. We are many in numbers, we have so much resources, but we are nobody. Why? Because we are not doing what Allah Father wants from us. We are saying that we don't do it. And if you really pay attention to it, now going back to it, why is it like that? Is it because we don't know the Arabic? Well, there are millions of Arabs also who recite the very same surah and then you find them, the actions are the other way around. And they are Ajam, who they would consider as Arab because now they know Arabic. They recite, but the actions are the other way around. If that's the case, it's not going to happen. Why are actions the other way around than what we are seeing? Why do you say what you don't do? And if you do that, Allah detests this action. It is because, unfortunately, knowingly and or unknowingly, our minds have been secularized. We recite the Quran. We recite the, surah, the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu But think of it, this is just for ritualistic things. These are the rituals that we, uh, we do. Our Quran and the Sunnah is inside the, bound, the, the walls of the masjid. Or maximum inside my, our houses. When it comes to our daily, day, day-to-day transactions, we put the Islam in the pocket, uh, back pocket. So, 
This secular idea of thinking Islam is only my individualistic religion is causing this kind of a destruction to the ummah. If you want to be the way the ummah was in the past, and Allah has promised He will, He will give us the same status as He gave in the past. Only if we do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah will help us. Allah will even descend the malaika to help us. But we have to be deserving of the help from Allah Azza wa Jal. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nur, وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَعَامِلُوا صَالِحَاتِ لِيَسْتَخْلِفَنَّهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ كَمَا اسْتَخْلَفَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is promising, this is a promise of Allah Azza wa Jal to the believers among you, among the believers who believe and do the righteous deeds as a whole. That Allah will give them the authority like He gave to the previous people. They stand until today as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah will change, Allah is pleased with your deen and He will give you the authority and will change your status from the fear to the peace and security. But when يَعْبُدُونَنِي لَا يُشْرِكُونَ بِشَيَّةً you worship me alone and do not make partners with, with me. And whosoever rejects after that, they are the transgressors. So what I would like to remind us is when we are reciting Surah Al-Fatiha so many times on a daily basis, oh my brothers and whosoever will be listening, brothers and sisters later, pay attention to this surah, what we are reciting. And make ourselves deserving of the victory that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.